Okay, good morning, gentlemen. We are going to continue with the story of Yaakov going down to Egypt. He hears that Yosef is alive. We discussed yesterday, Sarah sang the song to him, and then the brothers came and told him. He saw the wagons where, his, where he saw that Yosef still remember what they had learned 22 years before. And Yisrael, now he's not called Yaakov, now he's called Yisrael. He says, Rav, I have a lot of joy still left in my life. Till now I thought I would go down to the grave in mourning. Now I see Rav, I still have much joy left to live. My son Yosef is still alive. Let me go and see him before he dies, before I die. So y- y- Yaakov, or Yisrael, he's called Yisrael here, begins to pack up all of his stuff, all of his family, all of his cattle, all of his, everything he had, everything he acquired in the land of Israel. Because if you remember the money he had made outside of Israel, by the land of Lavan, Haran, he had given it all to Esau in exchange for buying the property where he would be buried. So he only has with him the money he made in Israel. He takes all of it. He starts to travel south, going towards Egypt. Until he comes to Be'er Shava. Be'er Shava is in the south of, of Israel, further south than Hebron. He's already on the journey. And now he's beginning to have second doubts about this idea of going down to Egypt. Hashem had promised Avraham that he would make him into a great nation where? In the land of Israel. That was a condition. Avraham had to go down to Israel to have children. Yitzhak wasn't allowed to leave Israel. So even though, even though he had been told already in the past to leave and to uh, go to Haran to have a family and all that, but he thought now that he'd come back and he was already building a family and he already had 70 family members, he had to remain in Israel. He shouldn't leave. So he comes to Be'er Shava on the journey down and there he starts to offer sacrifices specifically to the God of his father, to the God of Yitzchak, because that's the midst of Kibbutz Aim. And he's asking Allah, what should I do? Advise me. And that night, God appears to Yisrael in a vision at night, in a dream. And God says to him, Yaakov, Yaakov. Whenever someone's name is called in the Torah twice, it's always an expression of love and endearment. You see by Avram, by the Akedah, by Moshe, by the burning bush. It's always at moments of tremendous, you know, uh, tremendous moments. Look at the burning bush. You see the idea, Moshe, Moshe. By the binding of Isaac, Avram, Avram. So here is Yaakov is about to leave Israel and go down to Egypt. You'll notice he's been called Yisrael every single time in this story here. Now God comes to him and God says, not Yisrael, but God says, Yaakov, Yaakov, Jacob, Jacob, meaning you're going on a very dangerous mission. You're going and it's, it's, a, it's a descent for you to go down to Egypt. You'd much rather stay in Israel, of course. That's where life is good. But this is obviously where I want you to go. Um, and Yaakov responds, Hineni. Hineni is also the exact same way that Avram responds to God by the by, uh, Akedah. The way Yosef responded to his father when his father said to go check on the brothers, etc. It's an expression of, of, of readiness, of humility, as Rashi tells us elsewhere, of humility and ready to do whatever I'm told. So God says to Yaakov, now that Yaakov says, I'm here, wherever you told me to go, I will do as you tell me. So God says to Avraham, I am the God of your father. Don't be afraid of going down to Egypt because there I will make you into a great nation. It's true here in Israel, you become a family, 70 people, Nahara. but there in Egypt, that's where I'm going to really, really make you into a great nation only when you leave Israel and go down to that land. And then God says to him, but don't worry. I personally will go down together with you into Egypt. And 
and I personally will be the one who will bring you back up from Egypt. This is a very, very special verse because first he's saying, don't be afraid. First says, Yaakov, I have a job for you. Yaakov says, Hineni. Then he says, don't be afraid. This is your purpose. I'm going to make you very successful. I'm going to make you into a great nation in Egypt. But then comes the real clincher. When you're in Egypt and it seems like you're suffering in exile, I will be down in Egypt together with you. And it's not just to stay in Egypt. The day will come and I'll take you out and I personally will be with you in your suffering and I will be with you in your celebration and your redemption. I will be with you as well. And while you're in Egypt, Yosef will put his hand over your eyes, meaning the pleasure and the joy you'll get from Yosef will outweigh the suffering that you will have to endure over there. So now that Yaakov has gotten this explicit, clear blessing from Hashem, not only has God told him to go down, but God has promised to be with him and to bring him back to Israel. So now in the morning, Yaakov gets up from Beersheba. He, he lifts up, not only physically he lifts up, but also you know, he knows this is the plan. And he lifts up the children and his wives and all of his, uh, the wagons and everything that he put in, that, that, in the wagons that Pharaoh sent to him. He puts them all into those wagons and he starts, he takes the livestock and the possessions and they leave Israel heading down towards uh, the land of Egypt. The Torah tells us that he came down to Banav, Navita, his sons, and his grandchildren that were with him, Bnei's of his daughters, Bnei's of his granddaughters, the Chalzari, and all of his descendants, he brought down with him to Egypt. How many people is this that is coming down with Yaakov to Egypt? So the Torah tells us it's 70 souls. And since the Torah mentions each and every one of the 70 f- members of Yaakov's family go down to Egypt, it's here in the Torah. And we're not talking about like, you know, the family of Esau. It's the family. It's where we come from. So we'll go through the names quickly. We'll, 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 we'll go count them. But before I count them, just to talk about the number 70 for a minute. You like numbers. 70 is a very important number. Here the Torah makes sure to explicitly tell us in a whole bunch of verses, each and every one of the 70 family members of Yaakov. Why? Because these become an important part of the birth of the Jewish people. We know and we learned the Shahal Gugulim, the book of reincarnation from uh, Rizal. When you have the Jewish people, every one of us comes through from Adam, but through Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, but from there it branches off into the 12 tribes and from there to 70 souls. So every one of our souls comes from one of the 70 root souls of one of the 70 family members of Yaakov that descended down to Egypt for a total of shivim nefesh, 70 souls, that create the general souls, the 70 general souls. And from there, each one of them has 600,000 subsouls. And each subsoul has, you know, many, many limbs and organs, etc., 613, etc. But the point is, 70 is the first level after the, the, the forefathers of division of souls of the Jewish people. And directly... Everything in the world is zelu mazeh, one opposite the other. So just like the 70 souls of Israel, is also 70 nations of the world. The fact that Noah has 70 descendants to become the 70 nations, it's not just by chance. The 70 families of, of the world, the 70 nations of the world, are a direct uh, spiritual co... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Opposites. Opposites. Yeah, it's opposite, but it's really like a co... Uh, it's like a, it's a contrast, or that's not the word either. Not to conquer. It's opposite, but it's, it's not, it's, it's, they're opposite each other. Meaning they're, it's a direct, you know, 
whatever. There's a direct relationship. You have 70 souls of Israel, and directly, we'll use the word opposite, I don't have a better word, directly opposite that, you have 70 nations of the world, which is why in the spiritual constellations of the universe, there's Shivim Mazales, there's 70 Mazales, 70 spiritual constellations through which our, our spiritual energy comes into physical form. Again, because 70 is a number of taking the root soul of Israel, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and breaking it up into 70 root souls from which every soul comes. Okay, so who are the 70 souls? We'll start with the Bechar of Yaakov. The first one of Jacob is Reuven. Reuven has Chanoich. So you have Reuven, you have Chanoich, Palu, Chetzin, and Karmi. Shim, that's five. Shimon has, you have Shimon, the second son. He has Yemuel, Yamin, Oyhad, Yachin, Tzoychar, and Shaul ben Haknainis. That's seven. Then you have Levi, and he gives birth to three kids. Gershi, Kasamirash, that's four. Yehuda is the fourth child. He has Er, Oinon, Shela, Peretz, and Zarach. That's five. But five kids, so with him is six. But two of his kids died, if you remember. Er and Oinon died. So they don't go down to Egypt. They're not counted as part of the 70. However, Peretz, he has two grandkids already, Chetzrein and Chamul. So here we are still at seven in the family of Yehuda, right? You have Yehuda, Shela, Peretz, Zarach, and then the grandkids, Chetzrein and Chamul. So I started at six. Yehuda, er, oh, sorry, Shela, Peretz, Zarach. Yeah, six. Chetzrein Chamul, six. Yisachar has Toila, Puva, Yoiv, and Shimon. That's five. Zvulon, Hasered, Elon, and Yachleel. So in total, all of the family of Leah, if you add them all up, including Dina, his daughter. Dina seemingly doesn't have any children, although we know that Asnas is the daughter of Dina, but that's not counted in the 70 souls of Jacob. Dina, including Dina, you have 33 in the family of Yaakov. Now, if you were following, I did all those numbers. If you added it all up, I don't know, did you add it up, Robert? No, 62. 62. Where is 63? Sorry, not 60. Sorry, not 60. 30, 32. Instead of 33, it's actually, if you added up all the numbers, I said they were all even numbers. There was no all numbers. It's, six, it's 32 uh, souls. We'll get to the 33rd soul in a little bit. Okay. Now, God. God is from the daughter, the son of Zilpah. So Zilpah has two sons. God has Tifshin, Chagi, Shuni, Edzbarn, Eidi, Aroidi, and Aireli. That's eight. That's eight. And Asher, the other child of Villa, has Yimna, Yishra, Yishri, Bria, and Sarah, who was a girl that told uh, Yaakov that Yosef's alive. And Bria has Chever Malkiel, two, Malkiel, two grandkids, brings us to a total of 16. Then you have Rachel. Rachel has the favorite wife of Yaakov. She has two sons, Yosef and Minyamin. Now, Yosef is in the land of Egypt. He has uh, Menashe and Ephraim. We're going to count that soon. And then you have Binyamin. Binyamin has 10 kids. We already talked about them before. Bella, Becher, Ashpel, Geira, Namon, Echi, Verosh, Mupin, Bukhupin, Ba'ar. That's 10 kids plus Binyamin. That's 11. Plus Yosef and his two kids is 14. Okay? Uvnaidan is Chushim. Don is the other son, is the first son of Zilpah. And he only has one child, Chushim, who is a mute, who's the one that killed Asa. We talked about him two once. And Naphtali has Yachts, El Guni, Yetzu, and Shilim. That's five. So a total of seven souls total for the family of Zilpah. If you add up all of those people, so that's a total of what I just read, including the 33 in, in Leah's family, in the second, is 70. However, who actually is coming down to Egypt? 
66, 32 that we counted by name of the family of Leah, 16 in the family of Bilha, 7, was it 7? Sorry, not 7. Uh, 14 in the family, sorry, not 14. In the family of Rachel, you only have 11 going down. Binyamin has 10 kids because Joseph's in Egypt. Family of Zilpah, you have 7. That brings you to a total of 66. 66 that are actually traveling down from Egypt, from Israel to Egypt. But you have in Israel, in Israel, sorry, in Egypt, you have Yosef and whose two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim. And then you have one more child. Who's the 70th child? Yocheved. Yocheved is not mentioned here amongst the 70 souls. But if you add it, if you read every single name, you only have 69. But the 70th child is Yocheved. Yocheved is the mother of Moshe Rabbeinu. She's going to be the wife of Amram, the mother of Moses and Aaron and Miriam. Yocheved was born in between the walls. She was born literally as the family of Yaakov was entering into the land of Egypt, as they're going through customs. In the border, that's where, that's where she was born. And this is a fascinating connection point between the land of Israel and the land of Egypt. So Yocheved contains both. You have all the family that was born in Israel. You're going to have the children be born in Egypt. But the mother of Moshe, Yocheved, she's born, she's born in between the walls. I know there was a whole lengthy explanation I once learned a while back, I remember off the top of my head right now, about the, about the idea that she's this like, connection. She's, and there's an idea between the walls. I don't know exactly the language of between the walls, but she's not counted the seven that can't left Egypt, Israel, because she didn't leave Israel. But she wasn't born in Egypt either. Understand? So she's right in between. Yochavet is born from uh, Levi. Levi, Levi. And the last discussion, this is very, this very, very briefly, is about the daughter-in-laws. But notice that the daughter-in-laws are not counted over here. They're not counted over here. No, Asnas is, is in Egypt. I'm saying all of these, Reuben had a wife, and Shimon had a wife, and Levi had a, I mean, they had kids that were born, right? They weren't born, uh, you know, magically. They're, it was before, before single men were having babies, it wasn't like today's time. In those days, men still had to be married to have kids. So either their wives were Canaanite wives. The whole discussion amongst the rabbis is going to just mention, just give you an awareness of the debate and the discussion. Either they were married to a non-Jewish woman, Canaanite woman, went through conversion, but they were not considered the children of, of, of uh, Yaakov. Or there's another interpretation that with all of the 12 tribes were born twin sisters. Born twin sisters. And all of the tribes married Jewish girls, their sisters, half-sisters. And they died before they went down to Egypt. And therefore they're not mentioned because they were no longer alive when they went down to Egypt, even though they were the half, even though they were the other daughters of Yaakov, when he had 14 daughters. 14 daughters, because Benjamin had an extra sister born with him, and uh, someone else. I think Usher had an extra sister born with him. 14 daughters. But they're not counted in the, they passed away, and therefore they're not counted in the sent to Egypt. Anyway, that's the 70 souls that come to Egypt. Tomorrow we'll talk about the meeting of Yaakov and Yosef Kadwala.